0: Hey, welcome. Glad to have you with us. Glad to be with you. It is uh, 9.07. Depending on what time zone you're in, it could be 10.07. But anyway, glad to have you on board. It's Frost Your Buns Friday. This means you can call in at any time on any topic. The only exception is during an interview, and we only have one today. Actually, you can even call then, but you have to be on topic. Uh, Justin Hart is going to be with us. Uh, Justin Hart is founder of Rational Ground. Uh, It helps companies and communities gauge the impact of COVID-19. And uh, he's also written a book called Gone Viral, How COVID Drove the World Insane. I think you're going to be fascinated by what he has to say. Uh, Other than that, you know, you didn't even call then, but you have to be on topic. But, oh, have we got a lot of ground to cover today on Froster Buns Friday, including your topics, 800-529-5572. If you're local, and you'll know if you are, it's 874-9390. Similarly, you can go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message, and it'll show up right here in studio, and I will get it. You can also call on topics we've already covered this week that's what Froster Buns Friday is all about. So, with that in mind, uh, let's uh, let's start off with the politically correct. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, the the you know the the twenty sixteen election because uh, that has some bearing on what's going on today. Stephen A. Smith questions Dan Orlovsky's inadvertent use. ...of a potentially offensive phrase. During Thursday morning's first take, uh, Dan uh, Orlovsky inadvertently used a phrase to describe the Buffalo Bills that caused Stephen A. Smith to take a pause. Second straight game of having to play with some of those guys that are injured, he said of the Bills, you're starting to say, man, we got some chinks in the armor. What, 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 Brian? that's uh that's offensive now but what why is that offensive it's always meant a dent you know like a yeah well this yeah. is 2022 you need to like get with the program gary Yeah, you know, yeah chinks uh, chinks in the armor is no uh, i can i can't say that nah. i've been saying that since i was a kid i'm sorry you have to change what whoa, 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 whoa. i'm stunned <laughs> i don't understand <laughs> apparently the Questionable phrase has been used for centuries with the word "chink," meaning a small crack or an opening. But language, yeah, but it means something completely different now, Gary, yes. because minds wander to ethnicity. You know, so so if, if you wouldn't mind, <laughs> so every time somebody abuses a word, we have to respond to that uh-huh. by dropping the word. Yes, I see. Wow, that's insanity plus. Uh, 874-9390, toll free, 800-529-5572. We head down to Springfield where Sharon is on the line. Sharon, it's Froster Buns Friday. What's on your mind?
1: Oh, thank you for letting me say this, Gary. Okay, uh, everyone who favors abortion, all of the women who are saying they want to have the right have an abortion they don't want to have to have a child if they don't want to i have a solution get sterilized then you won't have to worry about having to kill a child in the womb we won't have to grieve over it and men get yourselves a vasectomy you don't want to be responsible for bringing the child into the world before you're ready you don't want to pay child support do that and to all of you parents out there who think more of your drugs and your alcohol than you do your children. When those children grow up, and God forbid that it happens to them, that they end up out in the street lying dead because they've committed a crime and been shot, or someone has taken them out because they don't like them or they're in a gang, don't come crying to me for pity, and don't come crying to me for justice for your child. If you wanted justice for your child, you would have done it when they were children. You would have given up your drugs and your alcohol, and you would have taken care of them. Don't so right. come to me for pity.
0: <clears throat> All right. Sharon, so thank I- you for the call. Glad to have you on The Gary Nolan Show. Speaking of uh, preventing pregnancy, here's a, a little too much information from AOC. Uh didn't think I would ever know about this. Didn't think I really cared.
2: It's really striking. Uh,
0: but apparently, um, AOC, uh, on the floor of the House of Representatives, was kind enough to let us know about her birth control.
1: Or, or even the scenario in the small amount of time that I have left. That I, have left. Um, I, for example... You know, since Republicans are forcing this conversation in uncomfortable ways, then I will meet them to it. I have an IUD. I've had one for years.
0: Uh, Brian, did you want to know that? Uh, yeah, no. Uh, no. There are some things that I just don't need to know, no. but I uh, appreciate her letting She goes on know. to talk about an ectopic pregnancy. She could have gone there without divulging to us what she does in her bedroom or how she prevents pregnancy there. But, oh, no. She wanted to take that shot because, well, for her, I think it was fun. For the rest of us, just too much information. TMI. Ed, welcome on a froster Your Buns Friday. What's on your mind?
2: Good morning, Gary. Hey, I've been out of state for the last month, so I've really missed your show. Uh, I, I'm calling in to talk about um, a different issue, but having heard that about AOC, I'm comforted somewhat knowing that she won't be... <laughs> reproducing.
0: <laughs> yeah, I saw that coming. Yeah, yeah, good point.
2: <laughs> so, All right. so, anyway, the reason I called is I, I wanted to find out, um, last time I listened to you it was a month ago, Kevin Jackson was on and he was talking about this sequel to the Mules movie. Has that been released yet?
0: No, it, I don't think it has been. He's still working on it. He, think, he's, he says he's got, uh, you know, scads of information. His website is the kevinjacksonnetwork.com you can keep up you know keep up to date with that where did you go you're out of state florida oh boy i bet you're glad you're out of there now um yeah listen hang we on a second Tuesday you weren't morning. you weren't listening on the app Ed, i was just we, going there because go ahead, uh, yeah we have a fine for not listening to the show every single day how many dollars day. a day is I, that brian i'm adding it up. I wanted to find out from Ed exactly how many days that we needed to find oh, Let's round it. it off at a month. He said he was gone for a, a month. month. Woo. That's, That's going to be That's $30 really at how many dollars a day? Like uh, 50 a day, yeah. Does he get a break for, you know, so many days, like cheaper by the dozen? Uh-uh. No. Um, uh, last it's time inflation. I <laughs> <laughs> Ed, just, uh, we just need to get 150 bucks from you and we'll call it even. Ed, thank you for the call. Oh, Ed, go Back to uh, the... <laughs> oh boy, must be a Democrat. All right, thanks, Ed. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. It is Froster Buns Friday, so that kind of leaves the door open to any topic that's on your mind. You can, by the way, on your smartphone, download our app. Uh, I guess they can get it at all of our stations, can't they, Brian? Yes, they can. Uh huh. Um, you go to the station you're listening on to their website. They'll have a listen. You can go to GaryNolan.com. We got a listen live thing there, and you can you can listen that way. In the meantime, Chuck is on the line. What's up, Chuck?
2: Well, I just wanted to say that um, I don't appreciate you playing audio of uh, AOC sharing the, all the chinks in her armor.
0: <laughs> you can't say that, Chuck.
2: I know, but, <laughs> but I had to. <laughs>
0: All right, buddy. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. Up against the clock. Quick break. We'll be back. Your calls, your posts, and uh, we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about Planned Parenthood and interview. This was great. This was in the House of Representatives. Um, it's just one of those pieces you you just shake your head and go, where in the hell did these people go to school? That's next on the Zimmer Radio Network. It's Froster Buns Friday. It is uh, twenty minutes after the hour. Twenty minutes after nine. Uh, telephone number eight seven four ninety three ninety and eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. This uh, interview was uh, on Capitol Hill's uh, Representative Clyde talking to a Planned Parenthood doctor. I listened to this. And it was like they gave this guy a medical license. Really? I, I mean, I literally, I would not want this guy to be operating on anybody I know about science let's talk about biology and let's just keep it real simple
3: just two yes or no questions and this is for um uh, dr kumar dr kumar can biological men become pregnant and give birth um so men can have pregnancies especially trans men uh, so, so, can biological. I like that, especially trans men. Birth, <laughs> so, are you saying that a biological female who identifies as a man and therefore becomes pregnant is, quote, a man? Is that what you're saying? These questions about who can become pregnant are really missing the point. I'm here to talk no, about No, 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 no. This is me Somebody asking a question and you question. answering. I'm okay. asking the question, sir, not you. Right, and I'm answering the question. Somebody with a uterus may have the capability of becoming pregnant, whether they're a woman or a man. That doesn't make Okay, a we're done. Not we're every done. person with this a uterus has the ability Let to become Let me tell you if a person has uterus a uterus and is born female, they are a woman. That is not a man, and the vast majority of the world considers that to be a woman, because there are biological differences between men and women. I mean, clearly, any high school biology class teaches that men and women have different chromosomes. Females are XX chromosome, and males are XY chromosome. Can't believe it's necessary to say this, but men cannot get pregnant and cannot get birth, give birth, regardless of how they identify themselves. Why in the world would Democrats have brought in a person whose title is Director of Trans Care for an abortion hearing when only biological women can become pregnant? Dr. Kumar, in your opening statement, you said, quote, abortion bans are inherently racist, inherently classist, and fundamentally part of of the white supremacy agenda. How do you rationalize Working for Planned Parenthood, an organization founded by Margaret Sanger, someone who associated with white supremacist groups and eugenics? Margaret Sanger's entire focus was to decimate communities of color through abortion to eliminate their future generations. How many abortions have you performed in your lifetime?
1: If I can answer your No, question. no,
3: no. How many abortions have you performed in your lifetime? Likely thousands. Likely thousands, OK. So as a doctor yourself, do you believe you have terminated enough unborn babies to justify Margaret Sanger's beliefs and your continuance of her legacy? This is unconscionable. This is inexcusable. I'm thankful it is now criminal, and I look forward to the day when life is again respected across our entire nation. In closing, I'd like to ask for unanimous consent to submit for the record a copy of the United States Constitution.
0: Yeah, well, that that isn't going to make much difference to Democrats. But this guy just... Uh, where, how, how did he get to the point where he believes this nonsense? I mean, it's just, this is defiance in the face of science and well, biology. I question yet. If um, you showed up for your doctor's appointment and he was your doctor, would you uh, continue to let him uh, proceed with the exam? Well, if he couldn't recognize that I know. I'm a guy... I know. <laughs> No, I mean he might want to perform a radical mastectomy or something. Jeez, huh? uh, uh, what kind of what kind of doctor can't distinguish uh, between men and women? Oh, but they're out there. It is Froster Buns Friday. Glad to have you on board. Um, we've got uh, a lot of uh, well, a lot of stupid going on out there and let's see what is it 23 what do we have here no I won't have time we will when we come back in about 10 minutes uh, we're not going to break right now but when we do uh, after that we'll come back and uh, we'll we'll talk about the 2016 election and put into context what happened uh, with the uh, with the Democrats because apparently a lot of people just don't quite get it. Uh, the hypocrisy involved in this. Uh, I've got a question for you. Brian and I kicked this around uh, before the show, and I'm just curious. What are some of the things you used to believe in but don't anymore? I'll give you some examples. I used to believe in the death penalty, I don't anymore. I used to believe in the war on drugs. I don't anymore. I used to believe in the Republicans. I don't anymore. I used to believe in the perspicacity of my fellow man. I don't anymore. So what are some things that you no longer believe in? Things that politically you thought were true and now you realize are not. But just give me an example of one or two things that you no longer believe in. Uh, Brian, what was it you came up with? You came up with something that I, I was like, oh. I, I was talking, initially, I thought you were just looking for, you know. Santa Claus, kid, the kid Easter thing. Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. But um, as I started to think about it, it's like, well, I used to think that government was honest and trustworthy. And now I have no confidence anymore in government at any level. Yeah, I Thoroughly understand. Um, All right. 874-9390. Toll-free 800-529-5572. Things you used to believe in. Coming up about an hour from now, Justin Hart is going to be with us. He's written a book called Gone Viral. How COVID drove the world insane. Um, COVID-19 vaccination uh, has an effect on uh, menses. Apparently, it it's changing women's menstrual cycles. I don't know if it's permanent or temporary, um, but it apparently has uh, come to, to be known. Uh, the COVID vaccine, mRNA, uh, is detected in mother's breast milk. Does that make a difference? I don't know we'll talk with Justin Hart about that about an hour from now and find out what he has uh, uncovered. Uh, he makes uh, some very uh, valid points. And, of course, there is get your kids out of government schools because we have uncovered more of their uh, utter nonsense. Uh, the uh, debt clock continues to scream towards 31000000000000 trillion. trillion. We'll, we'll get on to that. Um And the government apparently wants to manipulate brains, rewrite DNA, to affect, well, I don't even know what. But it scares me that they're sinking this kind of money into this kind of activity. And the price of gas. How much is the price of gas where you live? Uh, Those are all topics that uh, we want to get to. Uh, Let's see. Pete says, just sent me a message. If males can get pregnant, why is that not a single... Why is there not a single case? Why is that not a single case of make-only prisons as an inmate become pregnant? Maybe they're... Oh, oh, yeah, I see what he's saying. Yeah, well, here's the thing, Pete. Uh, They take transgender uh, guys who think they're women and they put them in with the women. Instead of in with the men. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. But that's what you expect from government. Also, do you hear about that guy from Apple that got fired? For something that he said? First, I thought he got fired because he did attempt to touch a woman inappropriately. But apparently, he didn't. He just... Said as a joke that that's what he does, and this is what got him fired. I've got the audio here.
1: Good, sir. Your car's awesome. What do you do okay. for a living?
2: <laughs> I don't race cars, play
0: golf, and fondle big-breasted women. But, <laughs> but
1: I take weekends and major holidays off. Okay. <laughs> that is quite the career. I'm looking to get into that. <laughs> so, also,
2: if you're interested, well, the diddle plan.
0: Okay. <laughs> that is you what got him fired.
1: And you participate in this activity.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much. That's what got him fired. He said that humorously. He was getting out of a very expensive Mercedes-Benz when this guy asked him on video what he does for a living. Just that got him fired? Man, oh man, Brian, you and I are in trouble. I know. If they hear what we've said, (laughs) good Lord. I'm going to have to pat you down, make sure you don't have a video camera on you or an audio device. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's all it takes to get fired. And there was a woman with him, and she was laughing. He he meant it as a joke. Unbelievable. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. This is The Gary Nolan Show. It is 9.35 on a Froster Buns Friday, where you can call on any topic you want. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk about uh, the vaccine. Uh, we've got a guest coming on board who's written a book about it. How, frankly, COVID made people crazy. Uh, I think he's referring to the response to it, not the, the disease itself. Uh, in the meantime, a question uh, that Brian and I threw out there is, uh, tell me something you used to believe in that you don't believe in today. We gave some examples, uh, like, oh, (laughs) the Republican Party. Um, Terry sent me a message. I used to believe that government was mostly benign and self-correcting because of our balance of power in three branches. Then the Democrats ripped the damn tree of liberty right out of the earth. Brian says, I used to believe the United States was a constitutional republic. I used to believe that the government and our elected representatives upheld their sworn oath to uphold and defend the Constitution. I used to believe that law enforcement at all levels did the same thing and actually enforced laws to protect law-abiding citizens. I used to believe that a majority of citizens had good sense. Today, the common sense is insanity. Uh, yeah, uh, give me uh, give me something that you used to believe in. I'm just curious to see where people stand. If, if they've, you know, come to the realization that stuff they were taught or believed in before just turns out not to be the case. In the meantime, uh, the 2016 election. You know, of course, that the Democrats are all upset because uh, President Trump doesn't believe the election results were, well... Anything less than grand theft. And of course, the Democrats forget their own history. So, let's revisit.
2: So, if we're all in agreement that it is incorrect to say the 2020 election was stolen. What about the 2016 election?
1: Look, I'm not going to go
2: back into history.
1: It was a stolen election. It was stolen. Stolen. He's an illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. You know, pretending to be president. Why do you think the president is going to such great lengths to essentially prove that he beat you? Because he didn't. One-third of Clinton supporters say Trump election is not legitimate. I think
2: he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. You
1: are absolutely right. You can run the best campaign. You can even become the nominee. And you can have the election stolen from you. The 2016 election was stolen. Got a nicer way to say that? Say Russia hacked the election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. A little louder, please. Russia hacked our election. That was a 9-11 scale event. This was a kind of cyber 9-11. American a cyber 9-11. Yes. Russia hacked our election. Russia, you know, of course, hacked our election here. Half of Clinton's voters believe the conspiracy theory that Russia hacked Election Day votes. We know that they were into voting Actual interference with the elections themselves. We know it happened. Despite no
3: credible evidence, 67% of Democrats believe Russia tampered with vote tallies.
1: Hacking the U.S. election. Hacking the U.S. election. Russia hacked our election. The Russians hacked our election.
3: Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our election. Russian Hacking of our election. Hacking of our
2: election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked our elections.
1: Stolen election. Russia hacked our election. Russia hacked
2: our election. Universal assessment that Russia hacked our Election 2016.
1: Foreign governments back our elections. Most young Americans consider Donald Trump an illegitimate
2: president. Illegitimate president. He's an illegitimate president. Why is he illegitimate? He just won an election.
1: He's an illegitimate president in my mind that's it. I absolutely agree. Experts urge Clinton Kemp to challenge election results. We will see how illegitimate his victory actually was. He's an illegitimate president. Russia hacked our election. Russians hacking our election.
3: Hacked our
2: election. Russia hacking our election. I don't see this. President elect as a legitimate president.
1: Trump is an illegitimate president who stole the election. He
0: is not a
2: president. He's
1: illegitimate and my biggest fear is that he's going to do it again with the help of Vlad, his best pal. He's terrifying.
2: Would you be my vice president? <laughs> <laughs> Hillary
1: Clinton voters called to overturn election results. More than 4 million people have already signed a petition on change.org calling for the electors of the Electoral College to quote ignore their states, votes and cast their ballots for Secretary Clinton. Trump didn't actually win the election in 2016. We are
0: the victims of a bloodless coup. He didn't win the general election.
1: Yo, Electoral College, make Hillary Clinton president, period.
0: Donald Trump is an illegitimate president.
1: Illegitimate president. Dems don't accept Trump as a legitimate president. This wasn't on the level. This election was not on the level. I don't think he's a legitimate president. Our election wasn't legit. He got his victory from cheating. Yes, Trump cheated. Trump cheated the 2016 election he's an illegitimate president no
0: validity no credibility mm-hmm. and because
1: of that anger at what some see as an
0: illegitimate president no, Trump has got to. it will not be a peaceful change of power
1: a number of incidents turned violent protesters hurled trash cans flash bombs and objects at police several officers injured protesters with rocks and smashed windows leading to more confrontations injuries and arrests the chaotic scene just blocks outside the secure area of the inauguration if denying
0: election results is extreme now yeah why would
1: so let's man? let's be really clear that comparison that you made is just ridiculous protest
0: yeah yeah it's just it's ridiculous it's not the same come on yeah let's continue
1: against donald trump's election victory surged overnight and some became violent violence erupted on the streets of portland during the second straight day of protest over the election of Donald Trump. Some protesters launched fireworks and other projectiles at police. Several people began vandalizing cars... Some demonstrators smashed door windows. Protesters faced off with police in other cities, too, including Oakland, Denver, and Minneapolis. Violent protests continuing now for the third day in a row. Some 4,000 angry demonstrators over Trump's election victory taking to the streets. Officers in front of thousands of protesters in what police called a riot. Setting fires, taking their frustrations out on cars and buildings. People threw projectiles at officers and damaged property as well. I threw a trash can at them because I'm angry. One woman driving through was attacked as someone used a bat to smash her windshield. They are undermining our democratic process, everything that we stand for.
0: Hmm. Well, gee, does that put January 6th in perspective? Who did the most damage? The left or the right? I find it hard to believe that you could possibly think that the Republicans, the conservatives, were the bad guys here. Should they have gone in the Capitol? No. Did they do this? Did they riot and burn places down? Did they, uh, you know, assault people all around the country? Did they uh, go after private businesses, smashing their windows, destroying them? No. But, oh, those Republicans, they should never question an election. What a load of crap. I am so tired of the left. I, I need some good news. I need some good news, Brian. Maybe I, we, I, you, I do, too. You know, we, um, we, we follow a local show here in Columbia and in Jeff City uh, where they have this Feel Good Friday thing going on. And it's good news. People call up and they say, you know, this happened today and it was wonderful. So if you've got some good news, something to cheer up Brian and me, by all means, give us a call. I could use some good news. Uh, 874-9390, toll free 800-529-5572. Also, you can go to uh, GaryNolan.com, send me a message. It'll pop up right here in studio. Paul, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you?
2: Just fine. Uh, what I don't trust anymore is the quality of education in public schools.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know what? I could have added that to my list too, because I didn't. I didn't always believe what I believe today. No. no. That's sad. Think- yeah, because yeah. we're we're sending those kids in there, and they're coming out indoctrinated brainwashed it's crazy got any good news paul anything good happened to you in the last couple days
2: and then nothing special
0: nothing special all right paul take care glad to have you on the gary nolan show uh we got time we're gonna just keep moving right on that go all right now i'm out of line completely michael welcome how are you
2: hey good morning gary i got a little news to cheer you up i saw a story on newsmax this morning uh, they've arrested an army doctor, a major, oh. and his wife for trying to sell uh, medical secrets to the Russians. And this medical doctor, this major, just happens to be transgender. Yeah, that's... So I'm wondering how they're going to handle that. That's
0: that's your good news, huh?
2: Well, yeah, I mean... We got a member of the military that's trying on. to
0: sell out the country? <laughs> that's... Oh, boy. Uh yeah, all
2: right. I mean, when I... When I was in the Marines, we took our oats serious. Yeah, well. So, I mean, you know, but anyway, you know, let them get a taste of their own medicine for a little bit here. All right. See how they're going to side on this one.
0: Yeah, uh, this is, uh, I mean, that is really ugly. Selling out your own country, how do you do that? How do you sell out your own country?
2: Well, have you seen this doctor yet? A picture of him or her or whatever? Yes. Okay, you know, the only thing Barack Obama ever said that I agreed with is that you could put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. All right. (laughs) All right, have a good one, Gary.
0: Can't fight with that one, Michael. Thank you. Glad to have you on The Gary Nolan Show. Up against the clock. Back with your calls, your posts, and, uh, boy, we've got some more don't. Put your kids in government school news. Right here on The Gary Nolan Show. The Zimmer Radio Network. It's uh, it's 9.51. Glad to have you with us on The Gary Nolan Show. Uh, Brian, uh, uh, there's another Brian out there, believe it or not. And he said, uh, do you have those audio montages available to copy? I want to send them to my sister. (laughs) I won't say everything that he said. Uh, Can we put that up on the Facebook page? Sure, I can do that. The Gary Nolan Show? Yep. All right. Uh, and if you don't belong to Facebook and you want it, I'll put it up at com as well. Uh, in the meantime, we are looking for good news and another example of why you want to get your kids out of government schools. The Federalist, the headline is, if schools teach masturbation poems under Yunkin's crackdown, what are they doing in other states? <laughs> It's hard hard to believe they're doing this. A high school teacher in Fairfax County, Virginia, recently read aloud to her 10th grade English class a poem called Fingers, an explicit account of a young girl pleasuring herself. Uh, The poem was excerpted from The Poet X, a provocative coming-of-age novel by uh, Elizabeth Acevedo assigned to sophomores at Madison High School in Vienna. Despite last spring's passage of a law requiring advanced notification of explicit sexual content, parents were provided no notice of either the read aloud or the sexual content of the book, other than a general disclaimer of possible mature content at the end of a syllabus listing the titles only. This is going on, and Glenn Youngkin has, you know, he's really trying to crack down on this sort of thing. What are they doing in your kids' school? Because this is this is under pressure to clean it up, and they're still doing this. I'm telling you, they're indoctrinating your kids. Do you see where all those kids walked out and and protested Youngkin's uh, uh, school regulations? Yes, I did. Well, where do you think they learned? You know, how do you think they organized? You think those those kids organized the entire state to do the walkout? I don't think so. I think there was some adult intervention here. And they, you know, organized. I think they helped to organize it. I, hope, I think they surreptitiously uh, seduced these kids into doing this. These kids have no business doing this. This is this is not your, you know, this is not your job. Your job is to learn math, reading, science. I don't know. That'll all be thrown out. Well, we're looking for some good news because we've had nothing but bad news. So I'm going to the phones looking for it. Travis is on the line. Travis, you got some good news? Share it.
2: Yes, sir, I do. Uh, September 1st, my mother-in-law flew in from North Dakota to stay with us for 30 days. And at 9.30 a.m. this morning, she boarded a flight and headed back to North Dakota.
0: All right, which part of that story uh, is the good news, like I have to ask?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm telling you, is, the sun's a little brighter. Everything smells a little better. Dogs yeah. and cats are getting along. Uh, I just, man, hallelujah, you know what I mean? A beautiful, a beautiful that, that's, that's some
0: good news out right there, my brother. Good All news. right, there you go. The outlaws, I mean, the in-laws are gone. All right, Travis, thank you. Uh, there are several motels around town you can stay in if your wife hears this. All the rot- motels and hotels yeah. are rented out, though. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Travis. Yeah. You're sleeping in, in the car. <laughs> All right. uh, the sun's a little brighter oh that's funny Stacy welcome glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show how are you
1: hey I'm good how are you
0: I too am well what do you have for good news Stacy
1: well so starting in May my daughter she worked her butt off for four years got her degree and she signed a lease on her very first apartment yesterday
0: wow so she must have a job then
1: she sure
0: does. She's an RN. She has her
1: bachelor's
0: of science as well. So very proud of her. Very good news. What's her first name? My name
1: is Stacy. No, not yours. Hers. What's her first name? Oh, I'm sorry, Olivia.
0: Olivia, congratulations, Olivia. Way to go! All yes, right. Thank you. That is good news, Stacy. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan show. I, uh, you know, I neglected to ask her what part of that news was especially good—that she was successful. Or that she was moving out of the house. Uh, could have been more like the first caller. Now, let's go back to the phones. Karen is on the line. Karen, on a, on a Froster Bunch Friday, you got some good news.
1: Yes, I do. Um, yesterday, I got a call from someone asking if someone running for the Senate could, I mean, a treasurer could put a sign in my yard. And I got to meet the young man. He's a pastor from Hallsville. His name is Stanton, and he's just lovely. And what really struck me, the good news, was that here is just an ordinary young man with beautiful principles who believes in righteousness and America.
0: Can't go wrong with that. Yeah.
1: No, and you don't have to have a lot of money and be a big politician.
0: (laughs) All right. Karen, thank you. What's his name again, Karen? Uh,
1: Dustin Stanton.
0: Dustin Stanton. Dustin Stanton. All yep. right. There you go. Now you, you can you. give him a Bye-bye. give him a little public shot in the arm. Well, All right, there
1: you go. Bye.
0: Thanks, Karen. Bye bye. Uh that was pretty good. There was some good news there. Uh let's see. Okay. Uh eight seven four ninety three ninety eight hundred five two nine five five seven two. Can you imagine masturbation poetry for your kids in school? That is just that's just insane. I always wondered, how did drag queens ever become part of a school curriculum where they bring in those people? I mean, what is the purpose? Did you ever find out? It's indoctrination. I it, But I, here's what I think. I think we've got a few, a small percentage of the population that are, you know, freakazoids. They want to dress like men or women when they're not. And this is what floats their boat. But whenever they do that, they get looked at like they're out of their flipping minds. So I think they have asserted themselves in an attempt to make people think that it's normal. And the administration system at the schools invite them in. Well, don't I mean, forget... I to- I cannot believe that we're in this place. It just... <laughs> all right, well, it starts... All this really starts with the Vietnam War. And all the anti-war protesters, the, the they went on to teach. They went on to get, they were avoiding going to Vietnam, so they were getting deferments, going to college. Uh, then they started teaching, and they ultimately end up being professors. And they teach the teachers. And the teachers indoctrinate the kids. You're listening to The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network.